Hello and welcome to another episode of Building Confidence with me, Sue Reed, here to help you build your self-confidence by talking to guests every week on a wide variety of topics relating to confidence. Now, as well as hosting this podcast, I am also a confidence coach and writer. I now have a free weekly newsletter called Confidence Matters and I'll put the details in the show notes in case you're interested. So now, with no further ado, let's jump into the episode. Gary Smith is a dedicated dad coach. He's expert in guiding new fathers on their transformative journey to becoming patient and purpose-driven dads. Gary has a passion for helping men rediscover themselves and embrace their essence. Gary empowers fathers to thrive in fatherhood and become the role model for their sons that they never had. So welcome to the show, Gary. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you, Sue. I'm excited to be here. Good. Good. I'm glad you're excited. So the first question I always ask then is, what would you say your definition of confidence would be? My definition of confidence would be when you feel aligned with yourself. I think you lack confidence when you're not living authentically, when you're trying to live as somebody you're not, or as you're trying to live to maybe appease others or live how you think others want you to be versus when you live authentically and you are yourself you and you naturally become self-confident yeah because now you're living authentically and that just naturally organically comes as a byproduct from that yeah Yeah, absolutely right. Sometimes, though, it is difficult to be your natural self, isn't it? Sometimes you you want to put up this front, and I think a lot of us do, particularly when we don't have much confidence. So that makes it a vicious circle in itself. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you want to be loved and accepted and received by others. And so sometimes you think that you have to put on this facade and be a different person or be a different way. And you kind of lose yourself within that. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. So you are a dad coach, which is interesting. I've not come across a dad coach before. So what drew you to that particular role then? Because that, <clears throat> that's essentially who I was a few years ago. I, I became a new dad, and I knew that that version of myself was not my highest version. It was not my best version. It was not the version that I wanted to be for my son. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of was the catalyst for my personal transformation, my personal growth journey, and ultimately led me to, you know, overcoming a lot of a lot of stuff, a lot of limiting beliefs, self-doubt, so on and so forth, because I knew that I wanted to be the role model for my son that I didn't have. Mm. So yeah, I just want to I want to help dads, new dads that are feel the same. Mm. You know, they're in the same shoes that I was a few years ago and maybe don't know how to do that, how to mm. go about that. You know, what is that for them? What is the role model they want to be? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. 
that that's so true because nobody gives you a dad manual. Nobody says, okay, you're having a baby. Here's your manual for any, for any parent, same for women as well. Same for mothers. Like you don't get a manual to say, this is how you do it. This is how you, you are a parent. And you have this child, this person to bring up probably to the age of 18, maybe even beyond. So that's 18 years of what do I do now sort of thing. So you rely on your own parents to guide you. So if you didn't have a role model, then, you know, and you didn't have anybody else to look up to maybe, how are you supposed to know how how to do this father thing? So how, how did it hit you then? Did you, and like, did somebody say, well, you know, your wife say, I'm pregnant, I'm having a baby. And then you thought, okay, well, I'm not the dad that I want to be. How, how did it kind of transpire in your mind that I need to make these changes? It was pretty instant for me. It was kind of a, you know, disagreement me and my wife had shortly after my son was born. And, you know, I kind of, I kind of left, slammed the door in anger. And, you know, she said, which I completely agreed that, you know, she didn't want her son growing up seeing that. And, you know, it was pretty, you know, pretty instant that it was like, okay, I gotta, gotta figure this out because I was very, emotionally controlled, emotionally triggered person. Mm. And, you know, I wanted to get to the root of it. I wanted to get uh, better. I wanted to be a better version of myself. And I didn't want that, again, didn't want that version of myself to be what my son grew up as seeing. And you mentioned, you know, as as we, we grow up and if we don't have a role model, you know, how do we know? Or if we do, you know, have a parental figure or a caregiver that that brings us up, but you know, unfortunately, it causes a lot of a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of undoing all that damage because there's something there's something deep within you, especially me as a new dad, that didn't want that for my son. I knew mm-hmm. what that was like, and I didn't want my son to feel an ounce of what I felt. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, so were you quite scared then? When I was a dad, yeah, at the thought of being a dad that might not be the the role model that you wanted to be. I don't. Looking back, I don't. I don't think I was scared. Mm-hmm. I think I was more driven. Okay, so yeah, so I, I I honor you for that because a lot of people would you know just think, well, I am what I am, take it or leave it, sort of thing, and carry on. So well done for recognizing that and you know wanting to do something about it. So what did you do then? What was your next step? Well, I sought therapy. That was my initial step. Sought therapy and started seeing a therapist, and had, you know while I was doing that, I you know got very immersed in self-development books and podcasts and again i was just just very driven you know there mm-hmm. wasn't like yes any, any fear there it was just very driven to get better and be you know a higher version of myself and so yeah it was just a lot of a lot of therapy set personal self-development from you know books and podcasts and youtube and and so on and so forth. And now, you know, some, some coaching going on as well. So just, you know, it's an it's a ongoing process. It'll be, you know, that's one of my values is just growth. I want to try to grow a little bit every day until the day I die. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's really good in itself. What sort of 
fathers do you deal with then? Well, right now I'm looking to work with any fathers that are basically kind of have, you know, a newborn or, you know, a little one doesn't have to, I mean, there's no set age or cut off or anything like that, but, you know, a little one in the house and they're just, they, they want to change. They just mm-hmm. know that they don't want to be, again, just that version of themselves for their child. They, they don't want to be the dad that they had. They want yeah. to be a better role model and they're, they're not quite sure what, what's going on internally with them to to make that change mm. so looking you know to work with dads that are just kind of i guess a little maybe a little confused and lost they know that they want to change but they're not sure how to go about it and what it is that needs to change yeah yeah so they recognize that they they want to be i mean you know even if they don't necessarily i guess have were brought up without a proper role model maybe they just want to be the best father they could possibly be would would you help that that man too yeah yeah i'm actually working on building my coaching program right now and i just want to you know clarify i'm not looking to work with dads that are just looking for solely like tips and advice to you know potty train or work through tantrums (laughs) or stuff like that you know this is more of a this is an internal personal transformation process yeah. that that will go that will go on that that spills over the ripple effects of just being a more present emotionally connected father yeah 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 so so yeah anybody that's you know looking to be a better version of themselves i think that that's someone i could most likely help and so what what effect do you think this has had on your sons, what's your your relationship like? Is it sons or son? Yeah, two two boys. Two boys. What's your relationship like with your sons, and how old are they? I have one that just turned four, and then I have one that's eight month old. Okay, um, so kind of kind of two ends in the spectrum a little bit. <laughs> my my four year old is is you know my, my I mean I love them both to death, but you know mm-hmm. my, my four year old is you know they're they're both my heart. But, you know, I just love being with them as much as I can and try to be there and interact with them as much as I can, which is very hard balance, you know, trying mm-hmm. to balance work and relationships and and being there for them. You know, I try to interact and play with them as much as possible. But I mean, overall, I mean, they're, they're just they're great relationships. Yeah, uh, I don't don't think I could I don't think I could ask for a better relationship with them. Hmm. And and what was your your life like growing up then? So you you said, well, I didn't have a proper role model. So what sort of person were you when you were young? Well, from what I remember, that's that's something you know uh, I don't remember a, a whole whole lot. But what I do know and remember is I, you know, I grew up with a dad that unfortunately he didn't have a great childhood neither. Mm-hmm. And knowing what I know now. Mm. I I see, you know, kind of why he was the way he was mm. doesn't doesn't excuse, you know, doesn't excuse it. But I understand. But he was just someone that wasn't wasn't present. He wasn't, mm. you know, he wasn't at my little league games. He wasn't a emotional present, you know, father. He was, you know, a, a man that I I feared more than I respected. 
Mm. He, he made me believe less of myself, you know, thus created a lot of limiting beliefs in my abilities, capabilities, skills, um, a lot of self-doubt that I carried with me through through adulthood until, you know, to recent years. And I felt like that my true version of myself slowly pushed away due to my childhood mm. and kind of recently feel like I've reconnected with my true self. Mm. And now, yeah. I'm, now I'm trying to, now I'm trying to build a life that brings me joy and happiness. Mm. Yeah. So in effect, you've broken that chain because your father's childhood was like it, your childhood was like it, presumably maybe your grandfather's as well. But you, you're thinking that's not the life my son's going to have. I'm going to break that chain and do something different. And that's why you've worked on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that now that is what you're, yeah, that now is what you're offering to other men that perhaps found themselves in the same position and they can see that there is this ongoing drama, mm-hmm. if you like, that needs to be stopped so that it doesn't continue on throughout the generations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They just want to break that because they know what that was like as a mm-hmm. child and they don't yeah. want that for their, their, their son. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so you said it's a, it is an ongoing process. So what sort of stage do you feel you're at now? Do you feel that you've released a lot of those old emotions? And and what's your relationship like now with your father? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah, no, he, he passed away when I was 16. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So, yeah, he's, he's deceased. So right now, as far as the stage I'm at, I'm not sure, not really sure how to articulate it. I'm definitely at a much, much more happier stage in my life. I'm not where I want to be. I'm working on, you know, again, building that life that, that I mm-hmm. want to live. And part of that is serving my purpose which I'm working on right now is trying to, mm. you know, work work with men that <clears throat> want to go on this transformation themselves. Mm. And yeah, just start living my purpose. And that's, that's the big, that's the big next step. I feel like continuing to learn a little bit more about myself and, and become a little bit better every day. And also start living my purpose. Brilliant. Okay. So if somebody's listening to this and thinking, well, yeah, I'm a, I'm a father and I need to change as well. How would somebody get hold of you? Uh, yeah, you can reach out to um, my website. It's just GarySmithCoaching.com. Okay. And you can schedule, uh, schedule a meeting there or you're, you're welcome to, to reach out to me on Instagram. Okay. It's just... <laughs> Gary J. Smith. Yeah, I shall I'll put those in the in the show notes. So what message would you like to leave listeners with then? Or is there anything that I haven't asked you that you think I should have asked you? I think the message uh, I would like to to leave is I think one of the beliefs many people have that they're incapable of changing, that mm. this is just who they are. And that's that's all there is to it. They kind of either give up hope 
that they can't be better or this it's just you know how they are and that's the end all be all and that's not true your mind your mind is a very very powerful tool and it can be used to your advantage and i think a lot of people aren't using their mind to the full capability it can be utilized for and i i think that's something i'm able to help people with and if if that resonates with you i would love to help you yeah and and i think you're so right we we don't use our the power of our mind enough and you're right in in that you say people think they can't change people think well this is my life and i I've, I've been there done that as well you know this is my life my mum always used to say well you've made your bed now you've got to lie in it like whatever you've done to yourself that's what you have to live with but that's not true no matter what you've done in the past no matter who you've are who you are where you've come from anybody can change you don't have to stay on one path you can always move across and it sometimes it's not easy which is why we do life coaching because it's better to have somebody to guide you rather than try and find your way on your own but you can do it everybody can do it yeah that reminds me of one of my favorite quotes from alan watts is you're no, you're under no obligation to be the person you were five minutes ago <laughs> absolutely absolutely so yeah as you as you just touched on yeah it's it's definitely a a lot easier said than done. It's yeah. not an easy process and it's not an easy road. And, you know, I say that with full empathy because I know what it's like to be there. And mm. I know what it's like to to feel like you can't change. Mm. And, you know, hopefully these words provide some hope. For- yeah, I think so. Because, you know, like Simon Sinek says, you need a strong why. So if you start with your why and your why will will motivate you to change if it's strong enough. And what can be stronger than bringing a new life into the world and wanting the best for them and thinking, I'm going to change, not for me, but for them to make sure they, my son, has the the best life he possibly can. Yeah, yeah. It's a a huge responsibility. You know, you have somebody's childhood in your hands. Yeah. You're you're literally shaping and molding their, their brain. Absolutely. And that's going to be something that affects them for the rest of their life. Yeah, absolutely. And and the thing is, as life coaches, we see every day the damage that people have done, not always intentionally, in fact, most often not intentionally, but the damage that they've done to their children, just sometimes by using the wrong words, by saying, you're so stupid, why do you do that? And the child grows up thinking, oh, I'm stupid, okay. Right. So easy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, very useful. Okay, yeah, so you're doing a great job. Well done, and well done for working on yourself and being a good father to your sons. So thank you so much for coming in today. It's been lovely talking to you, and I wish you all the best for the future. Well, thank you, Sue. You as well. Thank you. And perhaps you'll come back in the future and, you know, give us some updates on on how you've been doing and how your sons are. Yeah, I would love that. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today and I hope you enjoyed the conversation. All contact information is in the show notes for you. Have a lovely week and tune in again next Wednesday. Thank you.